What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Chris Meany. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to hang out. Riding solo here with you today, probably solo the rest of the way as we're down to four teams. I don't think, I'm 99% sure the NHL hasn't scheduled two games on the same night, right? I mean, we can't give them the benefit of the doubt. The schedules have been a little out there, but with only four teams... In the semis here, I don't think we'll see two games on one night. But hopefully we can bring the band back together. Myself, Cam Stewart, and Matty Bess. Maybe preview the Stanley Cup Finals. But we have to get there first. So if you're just new to the show, please rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe to the Mayo Media Network because Pat is pumping out all kinds of content. I see he's doing some football previews as well. Uh, golf winners nonstop here at the Mayo Media Network as well as baseball picks. So please subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. You'll get the videos right away. And smash the like button here on this video. And if you have a comment, a question, concerns, anything, hit me up. I will circle back before a puck drop. We have a late one here tonight, 9 Eastern. That's 10, my time. I'll be up all night. I'll be feeling pretty good. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, so let's get after it. Let's talk prize picks. Prizepicks.com. You can mix and match across all the sports that you love. The link inside the description of this video, a 100% first deposit match when you use the promo code MMN. So check that out. I'm looking at prize picks here, and I'm seeing a couple that stand out to me. Of course, we don't have tomorrow's game between the New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning on there yet, but that may surface, and then you could parlay a couple. But I have two or three here that I like. Let's start with Max Pacioretty. I'm seeing the shot prop total at three and his fantasy point at 4.5. And then I like Alex Petrangelo at 3.6 fantasy points. His shot prop is at three, slightly high. I think he can get there. Let's start with Patches here first. Of course, one of the storylines between the Montreal Canadiens and the Vegas Golden Knights is Max Pacioretty playing his former team. He was the captain of the Habs. He was traded for a package that brought Nick Suzuki, Thomas Tatar to Montreal. Tatar may not find um, himself in the lineup in this series. If an injury occurs, potentially, Nick Suzuki has been a big part of what the Habs have been able to do here in the playoffs. So that's a storyline we can we can monitor throughout, but uh, it really is about Max Pacioretty for me here, and we know he's a volume shooter. I always joke that he's a bit of a puck hog. He says he doesn't care what team he's playing. He's lying. He is lying. He cares. He knows who he's playing and what he wants to bring. He wants to be a big factor here in this series, and he's been a big factor for the Golden Knights since he's inserted himself into the lineup. you got to remember, he missed the first few games of the first round, but he's got four goals, eight points in seven games here in the playoffs, a point in every game, 24 shots on goal, averaging 3.4 shots per game. So he is a guy that I'd like to get four shots here this evening and maybe find the back of the net. If he scores a goal and he gets three shots, we're at that number, blocks a shot, we clear it. Alex Petrangelo is the other guy here at 3.6 fantasy points, 88 shot attempts and 46 shots on goal, the third most in the NHL here in these playoffs at all strengths. Eight points in 13 games, five points over a current four-game streak. He has 20 shots and 21 blocks over his last five games. Yeah, he is just shooting the puck a ton and getting in the way of everything. you got to remember, you get half a point for a shot and half a point for a block, and he is just taking his game to the next level. And this is what Vegas needed after last year, losing in the semis to the Dallas Stars. They bring in a guy like Alex Petrangelo, and I've liked Shea Theodore all year long, and it's mostly been Theodore over Petrangelo. 
But here in the playoffs, it has been Petrangelo over Theodore. The ice time, more significant. The shot attempts, just mentioned, more significant. Shots on goal. And he's blocking more shots, too. So Petrangelo at 3.6, I think, is a pretty good play. If he finds an assist, we probably get there just in the shots and the blocks alone. Save prop, one more on the way out. Carey Price, 97, 90, imagine, 97 saves tonight. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're in for like seven overtimes. 29.5 saves for Carey Price tonight. I like the over. I think Vegas brings it tonight. I'm a little nervous for the Habs. Okay, that'll do it. Check out prizepicks.com. Follow the link inside the description of this video for the 100% first deposit match of up to $100. And, again, you can mix and match across all the sports that you love. And, of course, there's some baseball prize picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. All right, let's get after this series here. Um, okay, let's start with just the series before tonight. Actually, let's start with just last night quickly. Islanders. I don't know if you were able to watch my preview on Mean Streets, but I was giving the Islanders uh, a lot of credit. We were on them on the puck line, though. I didn't have enough stones to just pick them on the money line, but I took them and the under on the puck line. And I had John Gabriel Pajot shot prop. Didn't get the point shot prop. Didn't get the assist on him or Hedman. So it was basically just an even break, even type of night. But the Islanders were impressive, as I mentioned in that Mean Streets preview video, is that, uh, you know, these two teams played each other last season. It was a 4-2 series win for Tampa. I expect the Bolts to win. I picked them to win in six, uh, plus money for a six-game series over five and a half games. Also a pretty good bet there. Nothing that you can get behind now, but uh, maybe better odds if you like Tampa to, you know, to win this series. But the Islanders are going to hang around. I think they learned something from last year's series, just like Tampa learned something from Columbus you know, when they played them in the first round of loss and they played the Blue Jackets a very, uh, the very next year and, and took care of them and went on to win the Stanley Cup. The Islanders, uh, I think, like I said, I think they learned something from playing Tampa Bay. Now, in that series, there was no Stamkos. Braden Point missed two games, and those were the two games that the Islanders won. It was a 4-2 series win for Tampa. But I I'm assuming the, the Bolts will adjust, and they they will have to adjust here just a little bit of what you know the Islanders kind of throw at them and what they eliminate. The, the, the rush chances were 9 nothing for the Islanders. 9 nothing, Tampa Bay. Like, they just limited – all their offensive firepower. Braden Point didn't have a, a shot on goal until the, the end, two shots near the end. Kucherov was limited. Alex Kalorn led the way in shot attempts and shots, and Barclay was Barclay Goudreau was second. So, I mean, that can't happen. Samco's had a bad turnover, called himself out. I think we'll see a, a much stronger Tampa effort, but it's not going to be easy for them. The Islanders just don't give up anything. I love their defense, and they're stingy. Barry Trotz, obviously, is has got the resume, and they're strong in goal. Varlamov has been... Pretty good. I know it was back and forth between him and Sorokin in the first round, and Sorokin got the first start in game two, or game one of round two, but it's been all Varlamov ever since, and I expect it to be that way the rest of the way. Um, you don't have to go back and watch that episode, but what I had said is unders. I think it'll be tight, low-scoring games. I would imagine that the total may be at five now moving forward. You know, if it's at five-plus money, I can think about the over, but for the most part, I really do think we'll see a lot of unders here. It's going to be tough for, for even Tampa to generate a lot, but that power play uh, has been clicking, and that's why it gave them the edge. It really is. The special teams, just when they get on the power play, they seem to score goals, and plus they do have a stellar goalie in Andre Vasilevsky. So a good first win for, for the Islanders, 2-1. Uh, the shot attempts pretty even, slight edge in scoring chances and high danger chances for Tampa and, um, you know, an edge in shots for the Islanders. Let's move on to tonight. Enough about that. So tonight, this is the most lopsided semifinal series in the last 31 years. 
minus 460 for Vegas, plus 350 for the Habs. Vegas is saying there's a better chance of the Golden Knights to sweep than the Canadians to win this series. Crazy. Seven straight wins for the Habs. They haven't trailed in any of those seven games. They've scored first, obviously, in all of those games. 437, the minute streak that they have. It's the second longest streak in NHL history in the postseason of not trailing. The Habs hold the record. The 1960 Habs, 488 minutes, 38 seconds. That streak could be in danger. Montreal has done well against Vegas um, in their lifetime. Now Vegas has only been around for four years. And say what you want, if that even matters. These two teams didn't play each other this year. But Vegas has been pretty darn good since they entered the league. And they've had basically the same core. Added Petrangelo. It's been basically the same guys. They added Stone a couple years ago. 5-1 and one for the Habs. The last three have gone to overtime. I was at one of those games Halloween night in Vegas. I'll tell you what. T-Mobile Arena was bumping. It's going to be bumping tonight. It's going to be a problem here for the Habs early on. I really do believe that way. They've been playing so good. They remind me of the team that played at the start of the season when we had conversations on this show, if they were legit or not. We had numerous conversations on this show about them being you know, a great playoff team. They're a great five-on-five team. That's what you need here in the playoffs. Both teams are top 10 in terms of Corsi. Expected goals is as Vegas is slightly better. They're just a really good team. They don't have a lot of holes on their team. They have just their solid top six is edge Vegas. Defense, edge, edge Golden Knights, especially Jeff Petrie, who's not going to, I don't think he's going to be able to play in this game with two fractured fingers. Like, come on, NHL, cover up those camera holes. Like, the dude fractured two fingers sticking his glove inside a camera hole. Ugh. Get that out of here. Uh, and the goal is. I think edge price, but listen, it's probably a wash, right? We got Flurry, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and you know what he's been able to do here in the playoffs is is phenomenal. It's fantastic. We already had the rant about him not starting Game One against the Avs. Maybe that series would have been over a little bit quicker if they did start Mark RJ Flurry in Game One. I don't expect to see Robin Leonard. If we do, Vegas is in trouble. Maybe Flurry just got hurt, but I don't think we'll see. I think we'll see a really good uh, goaltending matchup between Price and Flurry. So. It just feel like this 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 layoff. I think it, I mean it, it hurts teams. It really does. You saw what it did to Winnipeg. It didn't seem to hurt Colorado at first, and then you know Vegas kind of just took over that series. I think it's going to be an adjustment period for Montreal. This is going to be a different beast. It's 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 a faster team. It's a more complete team. It's the first time not only traveling to the States for a game, but the first time to play in a stadium full capacity. Now they, that could benefit the Habs too. I'm like, you don't need a whole lot to get motivated at this time of the year, but there is going to be a little bit of an adrenaline rush. I would say for both teams, probably more so Vegas playing at home in front of their fans, a full capacity. So I think the first few minutes here are going to be dangerous times for Montreal to kind of weather the storm and just slow the pace down and play their style. Uh, I, again, I think that they can compete here with Vegas from a 5-5 five and five standpoint, and their special teams have been good. 18% power play, much better lately, actually, since Eric Gustafson was inserted into the lineup. It's the eighth best power play here in the in the power in the power. Geez, in the playoffs, we'll say that 10 times fast. The PK, number one in the NHL here in the playoffs, 90%. They've only allowed three power play goals, and they have four shorthanded goals. And say what you want about the North, whatever. They played the Leafs. I mean, somebody on this show called the Leafs to win the Stanley Cup. No shots fired. A lot of people had the Leafs to be in the semifinals. They were a good team all year long. Power play struggled down the stretch. They played Winnipeg. Also, without Mark Scheifele, Leafs without John Tavares, 
those were factors, but you can't take too much away from what the Canadians were able to do. Trust me, I watch this team every night playing the best hockey they played all year. They're playing with a lot of confidence. That happens when you come from behind 4-1 and then you sweep a team. They're still going to have a lot of confidence in their game. I think the special team's slight advantage, I really do. Vegas's power play is not clicking right now. It's the second worst in the playoffs behind, you know, only Toronto and Nashville worse than them, operating at 14%. Montreal's PK has been good. They're strong in goal. Vegas's PK at 71%. That's a bit of a surprise because they were number one all year long, led by Fleury and Nett. I, I think it's a bit of a wash, but I give the slight edge to the Canadians here because I think they can match PK-wise, and I think their power play, like I said, it's it's clicking right now. That that unit with Suzuki and Toffoli and Gustafson, it's been pretty strong with Corey Perry in there as well, standing his butt in front of the net, and he's been good here in these playoffs. So from a series standpoint, I can't get behind the Habs. I think it will be six. I think this series does go six games. I think, you know, plus 350 is worth a sprinkle. Just like a few bucks. Why not? Those odds are crazy. You can't bet Vegas at those odds. Serious handicap, plus 2.5. The Habs not to lose three by three games. Minus 152. I think that's okay. Uh, Vegas to win in six is plus 385. I mentioned the sweep, plus 350. And then the over five and a half games is minus 112. I will give some love to both of these goalies. I mentioned them. I have some numbers here before I move into tonight's game. Uh, Price leads the playoffs with the 935 save percentage at 1.93 or 1.97 goals against average, the third best mark. 5.41 goals saved above expected, the second best mark just behind Andre Veseleski. He has been as advertised. He's been phenomenal. He was great in the bubble last year. He's been great here. Playoff price is here. I'm not surprised. Flurry, 923 save percentage, ninth in the playoffs at 1.9. One goals against average, second behind um, Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell's among the leaders in a lot of these categories. 1.32 goals saved above expected, the seventh best mark. Five and five save percentage. It is price, 943 save percentage. Number one among goalies remaining in the playoffs, third overall, a 1.75 goals against average, fourth best mark. As for Flurry, 923 save percentage, the tenth best mark, and a 1.65 goals against average. So uh, Vegas just doesn't give up a whole lot, and that's the issue uh, with the Canadians here. And it does, like I said, look like Jeff Petrie is out. Weber, Sherratt, I would expect them to be paired up. Kulak going to get more ice time with Edmondson, Gustafson, and Romanoff going to get, uh, I think, stay into the lineup. I thought he had a pretty good game four against the Jets. So I mentioned all the series stuff. Again, I'll recap it here. I think it is worth a sprinkle. A couple bucks, plus 350. Why not? Uh, plus two and a half series handicap for the Canadians. If they lose in two games, you get the you get the payout, minus 152. Golden Knights is my pick to win in six, plus 385 to win in six. Over five and a half games, minus 112. Max Pacioretty to lead the series in goals, plus 650. As I mentioned off the top, I really do think he's going to try to bring it against his former team. Plus, he's a sniper. He's a goal scorer. He had a great year, uh, and he's coming in red hot right now. So nothing else to add from the overall look of the series. I just think that... It's going to be, I think the Canadians will be able to hang around in this series. I think the defense, both teams, the five and five that they play, it's going to make for a low scoring series with both goalies, how good they are as well. I think it's going to be tough for Montreal to find some offense. I think the way that they win games would be 2 1, 1 0, 3 2. I don't think we'll see a lot of 5 1. If we do, it's the other way around. But I think it'll be an adjustment period here for the Habs if we talk about tonight's game. Montreal plus 235. And this last night when I was looking at it, it was plus 230. Now you can get plus 235 using the free parlay calculator over at ftmbets.com. Get the best possible odds as well as the prop shop over there. Vegas minus 263. Like, are you laying that? I'm not laying that. I don't think. Um, Puck line for the Habs. 
plus 1.5, minus 125. The under, 5.5, minus 130. Vegas puck line, plus 112, and the under. You can get Vegas puck line and the under at plus 262. Not all books will allow you to do that. Um, that's, what I gonna, that's what I'm going to put in in the FTM bets calculator. Last night, I was thinking to myself that the Habs maybe keep this close. It's a 2-1-3-2 game, and I, th- I certainly think that's a possibility, but I've come to the conclusion now that uh, with game one, with the layoff, with no Jeff Petrie playing tonight, with the first game traveling to the States, playing in front of that atmosphere, the first few minutes of this game, I think going to be electric. I like Vegas to score first, and um, it could be just dangerous times in the first few minutes for the Habs before they settle down. And then I expect them to make some adjustments in the series. They made adjustments against the Leafs. They didn't have to make any against Winnipeg, but I thought that they made terrific adjustments against the G- against the, the Leafs, and I think that they'll be able to make some adjustments as the series goes on against Vegas. I think the Habs will hang around in this series. Like I said, 5-1 and one lifetime, and it's been uh, highly entertaining hockey back and forth. I think they match up pretty decently against Vegas. Um, but for tonight... Vegas puck line and the under, if you can get it. I think I'd see a 3-1 game, maybe 4-1 max. Uh, maybe an empty netter. Maybe it's a 2-1, you get the empty netter. Maybe it's a 3-2, you get the empty netter, and we're screwed on that total. But Vegas puck line plus 112 is the play for me. And if you want to include the under, it comes out to plus 262. Four shot props here this evening. Pacioretty, 3.5 is plus money. Petrangelo, 2.5. Alex Tuck, uh, plus money at 2.5. Marcia Sosa, 2.5. There's a lot here. You can't parlay all these guys because we only have the one game tonight. You have to wait till you see shot props come up today for tomorrow's game, which may not happen until a little bit later on. If you're taking six Singles, I would go Patchready plus money at three and a half. I like Tuck plus money at two and a half. The only hab I really like here is Caulfield at two and a half plus money. Toffoli hasn't really been hitting, although he's been scoring and getting some points. It's been Caulfield on that line shooting the puck and hogging it a little bit. Uh, but he does have the two overtime playoff assists here uh, as a rook. But Suzuki as well, 1.5. I think I can get behind that one. Uh, I have a bunch of other props that I think are decent here as singles for plus money. Patchready to score, plus 123. We have uh, Petrangelo to get a point, minus 108. Pacioretty to get an assist is plus 112. Uh, Stone to get an assist is plus money. But where I really think, as much as I'm talking about Pacioretty Stone, I really think the offense in this series is going to come from the second line. I think that's going to be the the difference maker for Vegas here. The, the Jonathan Marchessault, Riley Smith, and William Carlson line, that line was the difference, in my opinion, in the series against Colorado. No Kadri on that, you know, on the Avs second line, and it was just a mismatch. It was kind of a wash. McKinnon didn't do a whole lot. Pacioretty scored some goals, had some points, but that was kind of a wash back and forth. And I almost feel like that's going to be a wash, too. Like, it's time for people to start giving credit to Philip Deneau. I mean, Nathan McKinnon was on record saying Deneau was the hardest player he's ever played against, and he's played against him like a handful of times. Like, they hardly play each other. Deneau did a great job against Matthews and, and Marner. They only had one goal combined. I know that the Jets were without Shifley, but Ehlers and Connor didn't do a whole lot, and they juggled their lines and tried to get them both together with uh, Blake Wheeler and at times Pierre-Luc Dubois. Deneau is good. Deneau is a great defensive forward. Gallagher is great. Arturi Lekin has been great there. Jake Evans was great there. Tatar is great there. A lot of it has to do with Deneau. He's a great centerman. I think a lot of his tension will actually be on Pacioretty here, which is different for him. He's used to shutting down top centers. Now he's going to have to turn his focus and attention to a winger. Nobody's shutting down Chandler Stevenson. No disrespect. He's a good player. He skates fast. He doesn't shoot the puck a whole lot. He's not the threat on that line. And then Stone is... I mean, McKinnon probably changed his tune and say Mark Stone is the toughest player he's ever played against because he is terrific defensively. So I don't think either of those lines do a whole lot. 
I think it's almost going to be a wash with the advantage to going, of course, to Vegas because of Stone and Pacioretty, where I think we'll see some wide-open hockey is when line the, the second lines are matched up against each other. Toffoli, Suzuki, and Caulfield have been great. I've noticed a lot of struggles defensively. You have some issues getting the puck out of their zone, out of their end. They turn it over a little bit offensively. And then you have two, you know, all three are actually really strong checkers in Riley Smith, Marcia So, and Carlson. They all kill penalties for Vegas. They all play together. They've been together since day one of Vegas, and they've been good. They've been much better in these playoffs than last year's playoffs. So when I was taking a look at some of the just single props, like it's fine to go Patriot to score a goal, or Petrangelo have assists at plus 142, or Patches to have assists at plus 112, or Stone to have an assist plus money. I like those bets, but there's there's some decent value here on some other guys. William Carlson to have an assist, plus 174 to have a point, minus 114. Marcheseau, plus 200 to have an assist, plus or minus 118 to have a point, and plus 225 to have a goal. So let's recap all of it because I have this question here that I was just rattling off picks, so I wanted to just recap everything here for you tonight. Vegas on the puck line and the under. I think they win a 3-1 game. I think they win by two goals, maybe an empty netter. But I like the under 5.5. Actually, the under 5.5 may be the best play on the board overall. You want to start there. Vegas puck line, you want to go there next. Pacioretty to score a goal, plus 123. Marceau to have an assist, plus 200. And to have a point, minus 118. Pacioretty shot prop, plus 3.5, plus money. Alex Tuck over two and a half shots, plus money. Alex Petrangelo over two and a half shots. And then Cole Caulfield plus money over two and a half shots. But I don't know how many bets you're laying. Like I said, you can't parlay these. But if you just want to do two or three, it would be Pacioretty, Tuck, and Petrangelo. Vegas, puck line, under. Marcheseau plus 200 for a point. William Carlson plus 174 for an assist. Lots of action. Always lots of action, even if there's just one game. On the way out here. Showdown, if you're looking, I have a lineup up. Um, where did it go? Uh, let's bring it over here on the fly. So this is what I'm working here with tonight. And, you know, I think there's a couple captains I would consider would be um, either Price, right? Price either has that 40-state per- performance and the Hab squeak went out here 2-1. I think he's going to see a lot of rubber. Marcheseau as my captain or Pacioretty as my captain. I like Marcheseau as my captain if you're only putting in one lineup. If you're putting in one lineup, I think a lot of people are going to just gravitate to that top line with Patrick and Stone. Marcheseau as my captain with William Carlson in there, Petrangelo in there on defense, 9K. I mentioned him off the top. I know Shea Theodore is a little bit cheaper, but I think Petrangelo has just been, I think he offers a little bit more, and what I've seen from him is just a determined dude. Um, Alex Tuck and Mark Stone, like all those Vegas guys you can put in, it's like, oh, what hab are you going to put in? I put in our Terry Lekkinen at 4.8 just because he's playing on the top line, and he's been pretty good shooting the puck. Now, this is a different beast for him, but he's got goals in back-to-back games. It's not something that you can count on from him, but 10 shots over his last two games and 14 shot attempts, so he's going to get the ice time because he's going to be on the ice every time Patrick he's on the ice. Now, some of it may be in his own zone, but I just think that at 4.8 for a guy who's going to flirt with 16 to 18 minutes getting top time, I think it's worth it just to plug in. You got to get one hab in there, right? Um, The other hab that I think I would throw in for cheap because Petrie's going to be out 
would be Eric Gustafson at 3-2. Now, he's not going to get a ton of ice time, but he's going to get power play time, and I think that's valuable. As I mentioned, that power play is clicking, so 3.2 for him. Kulak is going to be the guy that gets the significant boost in ice time with Petrie out. He's going to be in that top four, and that defense has been playing so good for Montreal. That's a big reason why they're here, and and that's that's the thing why I think this, this series can be tight because both goalies are phenomenal. Both have great top four with Stanley Cup playoff experience, Edmonston Cup. Uh, Sherratt's got experience. Weber's got experience. This is actually his first third round um, in his NHL career. Petrie's got experience. He's been in the third round before. Petrangelo has a cup. Alec Martinez has a cup. Say Theodore has gotten some experience over the past couple of years. Braden McNabb has got some experience as well. I believe he does have a cup as well. So there's... Um, there's lots of experience here on both sides, and the defense on either team, they just don't give up a whole lot. But for me, tonight, with Vegas coming out, if you want an ultra-contrarian lineup, it would be to attack Montreal's second line with Suzuki, Caulfield, and Toffoli. Maybe get yourself involved with uh, Perry, who's been really good. That fourth line, you call it fourth line, the Habs roll four of them, with Perry and um, Stahl and Armia, they play heavy. They, they have honestly been Montreal's I think their best line. They generate a lot offensively. They get pucks in deep, down low, and they play the cycle very well. And they all have points. Armin's got a couple two goal games. Perry's been on a, a bit of a point streak. Stahl's got a couple goals here. So um, that would be ultra, ultra Kachurian because the ice time is not going to be significant. But it won't be really for anybody besides the, 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 the Dano line and maybe the Toffoli and Suzuki and Caulfield line to an extent. Um, but they just roll four. So I, you know, Rolling with a parry is not the end of the world here. It gets, you know, 12, 13 minutes, two or three on the power play, maybe a power play point, you move on. But uh, to be ultra contrarian tonight would be to attack the second line for the Habs and maybe get parry. But for me, Marcia So as my captain, Carlson, Petrangelo, Tuck, Stone, you can mix and match. Maybe you get rid of, um, maybe you get rid of. Petrangelo, you go Theodore, and then you can upgrade to Pacioretty over Stone. Uh, I like Tuck in there. I think he's going to be a factor. He generates so much off the rush. He usually gets three shots a game, and he's scoring goals. Uh, he's not your typical third liner. He should be playing inside a top six anywhere inside the NHL, maybe on the first line of most teams. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Marcheseau is my captain, maybe Price and Pacioretty. Get involved with that second line. I think that's where the goals are going to come from from Vegas in that series, that second line against the Suzuki line. Suzuki's a great two-way forward, uh, but Caulfield and Toffoli have some issues um, you know, in their own zone. I know Toffoli's a bit... He's decent defensively too, but that's it. I think I've gone on a little bit too long. Uh, from value, like I mentioned, I you know tuck in there at six six, Lekin in four eight, Perry's four four, Armia's four two, Gustafson's three two. But I'm really spending up here today with Marcheseau, with Stone, with Patrangelo, with Patrady. Those are the four that I really want to get involved with, and then Riley Smith and William Carlson to an extent as well. Uh, any questions, don't be afraid to hit me up. I thought I'd only go 10 minutes. I think I'm flirting with 20-plus here. Uh, excited. Excited times, okay? Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday to probably break down game two of this series and talk a little bit about where we're at between the Bolts and the Islanders. Any questions, hit me up at Chris Meany. Leave a comment there in the YouTube section. We'll circle back before puck drop. Thanks for taking the time to hang out. Enjoy the hockey. Cheers. We'll